0: Welcome to the Hire Me Podcast. I'm Chris Lynn,
1: And I'm Heather Balsarek. We are excited to introduce you to an amazingly talented professional today. You're going to learn who they are, what they do, and what they value in under 10 minutes.
0: So come elevate your game as we elevate today's top talents. Today on the Hire Me podcast, I have with me Chris White, who is a SHRM certified professional. Let's jump right in to learn how Chris could be your next great hire and professional connection. Welcome, Chris. Welcome to the Hire Me podcast.
1: It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for this opportunity.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So let's dive right into you. Who are you?
1: Yeah, I mean, real shortly, I was born here in uh, New York City. I grew up in South Florida, um, and now I, I came back to live in New York City, um, child of the Jamaican immigrants. So watching kind of their struggle while I was growing up, um, trying to make way in this country, um, really showed me how much value there is in, in hard work, but also how much value there is in education to hopefully elevate you to wherever you want to go. and. Um, for me, I, I followed my my passion earlier on. I was a chef. I'm still a chef. Um, for, for the past 16 years, I've been a professional chef. on went to a school called Johnson & Wales for Culinary Arts. And I lived a life of a professional chef. And then I became more aware of the totality of the industry and many of the inequalities that are present in the industry. And with this knowledge, I felt that I was best positioned to advocate for people like me in situations like me and i decided to switch to transfer my knowledge and transfer my purpose into hopefully advocating for people within organizations who need somebody to advocate for them and i really feel that uh
0: as i move from one career to another i really
1: feel that is my purpose
0: that's incredible. That's incredible to hear your story and how your story really led you into this career uh switch and your next uh your next role. So what type of role are you looking for?
1: Uh so kind of my first entry into something other than cooking was working in DEI. Um I worked for DEI Council for um, a large hospitality group here in, in New York City. Um I was a board of member. I was a board of directors member for a nonprofit called the Restaurant Workers Community Foundation, and I just recently completed my uh, my DEI internship. So really, uh, the roles I'm looking for is kind of entry to mid-level um, DEI work, but I'm also a certified human resource professional, so uh, entry-level human resource work as well. But really, any role where I can um, serve as a bridge uh, between you know employees that need someone to advocate for them or need resources and, um, you know, someone that really just views them more as people and less as a, uh, as an item on a, on a sheet. And I think that's really kind of what I want to bring to the table.
0: A fellow people, first leader. I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Uh, so you talked a little bit about your purpose. So tell us more about what you love about your work or this work that you're, you're about to embark on.
1: I think The number one thing that drives me is when I think about all the times I was cooking kind of in the trenches with all the people who work really, really hard, but don't necessarily have a direct pathway to, you know, upward mobility, I would say. Being able to be from that and to understand them and understand that they have families that they want to move up, that they want to continue to elevate as well. To be from that environment, and to be able to walk into boardrooms, to walk into an office, to have an impact and policy making, decision making, and really bring their perspective into conversations where their perspective may necessarily not be represented. That's that's where my purpose lies, and I really feel that's what my path is now is to is to really be a voice for people who are not necessarily represented in conversations and decision-making that largely affects them. And to not just be their voice, but to also understand that there's two sides to it, that there is the business perspective and there's also um, the workers' perspective. And I feel I can bridge both perspectives and hopefully through a framework of a Human-centered leadership. We can create solutions that work for everybody.
0: A, a future bridge builder or current bridge builder uh, thriving mm-hmm. under high-pressure situations. uh pardon the uh cooking pun there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, what type of leadership and cultures have you found help
1: you thrive? Yeah. Um. You know, I think there's people have a lot of preconceived notions of how kitchens operate. The type of culture, largely through television. You know, it's not all you know house kitchen. Um although it it's it, at times it, it, it can be, but the the, the environments that I have that thrived in the most were really when I worked under leaders that had empathy, that were transformative leaders, that were that looked at problems individually and looked for individual solutions to these problems. Um and I consider myself a servant leader. You know, i I come from the trenches, and I really want to advocate for people who are, who, who are currently there. Um, so for me, I, I any type of leadership, any type of environment that centers the human experience, that centers people who work very hard and are trying to support their families, support themselves, trying to elevate themselves and elevate the people around them, I feel those are the best environments, not just for me, but for people in general. Um, we don't have to particularly work in kitchens, we don't have to um, be in an environment where we are not treating each other well to get results. We can get results, we can work in a, in a way that that is rigorous in its approach. We can also train each other very well and also have, um, you know, achieve things that collectively um, are only really possible if we're all on board, um, I think at times we consolidate so much power um, upwards and we don't realize that decision making is really a collaborative process. And any environment that empowers people to utilize their entire skill set is really an environment that I would want to facilitate in, an environment that I feel I would want to grow in.
0: I love that talking about inclusive problem solving really focusing on how you can find and and deliver on results that are people centered is a great way to approach things. So looking at problems themselves, what problems can you solve for companies?
1: I think the main issue that many organizations have is the disconnect between policies being made and the intended impact of the policies. Um, I think, Understanding of problems, almost from a 360 perspective. Uh, I've been a private chef. I've had my own business.
0: I've been a manager.
1: I've been, I've had almost every job you could have um, working in a kitchen. From the bottom up, that's how my career came to be. Um, I think when it comes to solving problems, oof. you know, it's 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 almost like a little bit of an emotional answer because uh, for me, working in a kitchen, there there's only one way. It's like there's one way and it's the highway. Um, and, and I worked in one kitchen um, in 2019 before the pandemic. It was a woman-run kitchen, primarily. And the approach was totally different. There wasn't any screaming, there wasn't any yelling, there wasn't any parading, there was empathy. And because of this empathy, as cooks we would run through a wall for our chef because we knew our chef did not just care about our production but cared about us as people and i think when you invest in people first problem solving becomes incredibly easy because lines of communication are always open and when lines of communication are open people feel they can bring their whole selves to work and when you can bring your whole stuff to work then you can become very creative about problem solving and utilizing the totality of the resources around you to solve problems. So, empathy, it's the only way, I believe.
0: It's a great way the, uh, and great skill set for you to have and to bring into any organization. So, I love hearing that, especially you being a people first leader. It's uh, something that I love personally as well and very much uh, believe in. So as we wrap up here, share with those who are watching or listening, what matters to you most?
1: I think the main thing that matters to me is people. And 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 it, might, it may seem like a simple answer, but oftentimes, you know, I live in New York City. I see people on their, on their carts, serving food on the sidewalk. I see people, you know, cleaning the sidewalk. I see people taking out the trash. I used to wake up four o'clock in the morning every day to go to work while, and then uh, after work, I would go home and go to school so I could finish uh, finish my degree. People have aspirations, people have dreams, and as leaders, it's our job to tap into people's aspirations and dreams and understand how within their current role, how they can elevate and realize these dreams. This is really the responsibility of leaders is to take people, understand who they are presently, understand where they want to be, and create a bridge for them to get there, create a blueprint for them to accomplish what they want to accomplish. Now, hard work, that is something that is individually within our control. That's something that only we can determine um, how much of it we want to give, but the infrastructure, is what leadership is about and i think as leaders when you can tap in and going back to empathy when you can tap into people people will, will run through a wall for you if they feel you are personally invested in them and that is i think what i bring to the table is that understanding and also being that bridge of understanding and bringing that cultural competency um to any organization that wants to. At, that wants to further um, any type of policies that are bettering their employees or are looking to shift into making policies that um, that will better realize their employees. I,
0: I seriously can't tell you how much I love that. Um, again, I think your care and love for people is so obvious as we're talking and so apparent. Um, I really hope that You find an organization that, a, not only values that but jumps on the opportunity to be able to snag you. So again, thank you again for coming on the Hire Me podcast. It was great to learn more about you, your approach, your philosophy, your skills, and how you'll bring value into your next role. If you are watching or listening, be sure to connect with Chris White. Again, he is a certified professional, uh, Sherm professional. Uh, So. Connect with him through the links in the description and show notes below. Make sure you are subscribing, following, and liking all of our content here on the Hire Me podcast so we can continue elevating more of today's top talents. Take care. Take care.